0: i'm I'm ready whenever you are buckaroo
1: is that my new nickname
0: <laughs> i don't know it just happened
1: that really threw me off guard <laughs>
0: you, you never you never know what what happens in the cortexmas season
1: mm-hmm. okay that's not gonna be in the show i don't think
0: it's, whatever all right ready I'm, I'm ready yeah we can start the show a second time we can pretend like we didn't just try to yep. start it okay go right I'd... ahead mike mm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we found the start in there somewhere, didn't we? <laughs> uh, I just celebrated a milestone. I've been self employed for five years now, as of like a couple of weeks ago.
0: Holy moly.
1: Isn't that crazy?
0: That is really crazy. I cannot believe it's been that long. It's gone
1: by very fast.
0: Like, I remember hearing, before we knew each other, I remember mm-hmm. hearing you announce that on a, on a, podcast of your, mm-hmm. but i can't believe that's five years ago
1: yep that was when you emailed me and said let's go have lunch and then then look what happened
0: yeah wow how do you feel about that as five years of self-employment is a is a big freaking deal
1: it's an interesting thing because i already celebrated five years of my company right like a couple of months ago yeah so this one snuck up on me mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like i saw in my calendar Couple of weeks before, I was like, "Our oh, anniversary of self-employment." I was like, "Oh yeah, these things go hand in hand, right?" Like, I I hadn't really put that in my mind. And so, the main thing that I have been thinking about is how different I am and how different my life is now. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel like I have been doing what I do for five years because five years seems like a really long time, and it doesn't feel like it's been a really long time. Yeah. But when I think back to working in the bank either like especially especially when i go back to thinking about what it was like working in the bank branches but i'll come back oh, to that yeah. and, but like when i think about working bank, mike yeah I forgot bank manager that guy. Boy, when i think back to like working in marketing at the bank it's like that feels like a lifetime ago mm-hmm. but it doesn't feel like i've been when i think just focus on being self-employed and running this company like five years seems like it's very fast mm-hmm. but then when i do think back to working in the branches of the bank and working with customers and managing people and all that stuff. Genuinely now that feels like it wasn't even me.
0: Yeah. You crossed one of those boundaries.
1: It feels like I have the memory of somebody else mm-hmm. because it seems so far away from me now that I'm detached from it. And like, I don't know if this is a thing that happens to people like when they get Past thirty, like I don't know if this is a thing, or or if it's just my particular circumstances. But like I'm now at a point where like I have memories that feel like somebody else's memories. Yeah, I, I don't think that's an age thing. It's just because I've had such wild changes in my career, right? I guess. Yeah,
0: there's I think there's there's two parts of it, which is that your life is just so radically different now, and I also just think some personality types are more or are more or less sensitive to this experience of. Oh, these memories aren't mine. Mm-hmm. Like some people seem to never experience that. Some people seem to experience it quite acutely, and I think you you just hit that intersection of yeah, like the you know the uh, when I think of all the like the stuff that you and Relay have done over the last five years, it's just a, it's a very different situation than if you had uh, changed jobs or, and were like not self employed. You might feel like more of a. A coherent consistent person with the year from five years ago yeah but it is a real abrupt change that's that's happened so
1: i I think i had two big changes right like moving into that marketing role was very was a very big change for me because i was completely inexperienced in that type of work Mm -hmm. right like it was a different field i just happened to work in the same company Mm -hmm. and -hmm. then i changed field completely again so like i've done that enough times that it's so. It just feels so removed now because it's so different to what I started out doing in life.
0: I think it's really charming that you have it in your calendar, that, it, that, it, so that yeah. you, like, you, you put it in there to mark off the anniversaries. I
1: have, like, uh, wedding anniversary, dating anniversary, but I also yeah, have, yeah. like, the day we bought our house, you know? Hmm. So you can not mark those things off i'm surprised do you not have that sort of stuff in your calendar no i i mean i have that's wild to me because you have so much stuff in the calendar anyway like (laughs) when i'm on vacation you put that in your calendar
0: yes that's true yeah
1: so i'm surprised that you don't have like big life moments in there as well because you you don't mind about overfilling it i know but i like i don't
0: know i think that would overfill it but also i don't know i'm just i tend not to think that way i do have i do have like my anniversary is in the calendar, like yeah. that. That kind of stuff. Because you but don't want to forget that one. You don't want to forget that one. It just never occurred to me to put in the, the, those those sorts of events. Well, do
1: you know when it was, though?
0: I, I I'd have to go back and then you figure see. That's it out, why
1: you know? I don't want to have to do that, right? I just yeah, want to open yeah. my calendar and search self employment and find it. There,
0: yeah, know? I mean, yeah, that, that's fair enough. I, I also I also think that my situation was just a little bit different in that it was a much more spread out and and vague kind of thing in the way teaching schedules work.
1: But, oh, that's a good point. I am approaching uh, my tenth year podcasting. April, April tenth, twenty twenty. I have been podcasting for a decade.
0: Okay. See, this is where. All right. Uh, like, I'm now imagining that like your calendar is going to be very full of all of these. It's... No, that's
1: just committed <laughs> to memory. That one.
0: Oh, okay. That's yeah. not. That's not on the calendar. I'm surprised. It's, why isn't that one not on the calendar?
1: The, at the time, it didn't feel monumental. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Like when I started podcasting, it wasn't like oh oh
0: that's true yeah in the yeah in the moment you're not thinking of this as a big event it's yeah. more like I'm just messing around and I'm experimenting with something although
1: yeah. I am now making sure I put podcasting decade in the calendar
0: okay so that is that is so that, so calendar. I
1: don't forget right. that
0: yeah so this is where in my mind I am now envisioning your calendar like. If you go and, and look up the official list of holiday days or where <laughs> so every, you know, every, every day is is marking of of something or other on the calendar.
1: National pancake day, national holiday. Yeah, exactly.
0: Day. And this this feels like Mike in ten years will have a calendar where almost every day is remarked upon as as the anniversary of some special event. That's
1: a lot of achievements. It, you know You know what?
0: It is a lot of achievements. It is a lot of achievements.
1: So that would be good.
0: Do you have Cortex Launch Day in there?
1: No, but I know when it was roughly.
0: Mm, I think you should put Cortex Launch Day in there. You don't want to have to look it up. That's You don't true. want to have to figure it out.
1: Yeah, that's silly, isn't it? <laughs> we're approaching five years of this show. It's like no. next summer.
0: No, don't say that. That's not true. Okay. Uh, I think I think we're just, we're we're closing in on episode 10 so we can figure okay. out if we want to keep doing it or not. That's We're what, that's, definitely that's, not what we're
1: have doing. been recording this show for five years on June the 3rd, 2020.
0: Jesus Christ. Um, yeah that's not a thing, so yeah don't that one that one you can leave off the calendar yeah I think I think it's charming and I think it's sweet that you put in the the important life events that is fun. I can see that as being fun, But yeah congratulations on five years of being self employed it's a big deal it's a Thank really you. big deal
1: that's very kind of you. I wonder if I have oh yeah, I have the date that we first went to lunch
0: <laughs> well, you would have that in as an appointment right yeah or, or do you celebrate our our lunch anniversary every year without I might me?
1: start doing that now. It was uh, December 4th. <laughs> oh, that was 24. Yeah, December 4th, 2014. Okay. So that's like a big day to celebrate.
0: Right. Is that our anniversary, Mike? That's our anniversary, so. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I'm going to be putting that one on the calendar. I'm
1: putting it in. Mike and Gray's anniversary. Okay. It's in the calendar now. Repeat every <laughs> year forever.
0: Okay. I'm getting uncomfortable with that forever. Don't worry about it. You know? Always trying to work in the forever.
1: The date will always be forever, right? Okay. There's nothing you can do about that. Yeah. It's we, we can yeah. celebrate it can be celebrated every There's year. There's nothing you
0: can do about that thin end of the wedge. Nothing you can do about it at all. Just pay no attention to it. Yeah. Forever.
1: Forever. This episode of Cortex is made possible in part thanks to Squarespace. You can make your next move with Squarespace. They let you easily create a website for your next idea or project. Squarespace gives you all of the tools that you're going to need to put your work online. If you need a domain name, you can get it with Squarespace. If you need to customize award-winning templates, they have it there for you. And oh boy, are they fantastic. Squarespace gives you the tools and their templates to build about any website you're looking for. Whether you're going to make a blog, a portfolio, maybe a site for an event, or even have an online store. They're beautifully customizable, really easy to tinker around with and make look just the way you want so your work feels at home. With Squarespace. They are an all-in-one platform that will let you take care of anything you need. There is nothing to install, patch, or upgrade. They've got you covered and back it up with 24-7 customer support. Squarespace plans start at just $12 a month, but you can go to squarespace.com cortex and start a free trial with no credit card required. When you decide to sign up, use the offer code cortex and you'll get 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain and show your support for this show. Once again, that's squarespace.com slash Cortex and the code Cortex for ten percent off your first purchase. Our thanks to Squarespace for the support of this show and all of Relay FM Squarespace. Make your next move, make your next website. I bought a pop socket case.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I hope you didn't buy the one that I thought was terrible
1: I, I don't think I did That so there was this there was this, this selection of cases that went what up on Apple's website what the fuck is this link <laughs> no no don't look at that yet no, no no close that tab we're not there yet I'm sorry close that tab this link we're coming to that in a minute alright close that one we have something else to talk about we're coming back to that alright we're not there yet <laughs> sh you're ruining it you're ruining it you see i shouldn't put
0: the links in the document i should if i want to surprise you if you, you, with if you don't things, want me to click the links don't put them in the don't put them point. in our shared document that's i thought oh point. you bought got bought a popsocket case let me see what one it is click the link above that one
1: the one apple.com slash something
0: i thought that was the one i did click oh i no, wasn't paying attention you didn't. i clicked the wrong right thing. so
1: i bought one of these cases the Autobox figura and pop series case
0: okay okay this is less funny
1: It's less funny. This is more like I bought this and would like to provide follow-up because we've been talking about these, right? This is a much better looking case than the ones we were looking at
0: before. It is. This one looks better. What do you think about it?
1: It is basically the Apple silicone case Mm -hmm. with a pop socket mount on the back. Okay. I'm, I'm intrigued. So I have it. The only downside that I have found, which I got over very easily is the kind of lip of the case goes all the way around.
0: Oh, you mean on the bottom one, on the bottom lip, okay.
1: And on Apple's cases, it's not on the bottom. And I was worried that was going to get in the way of performing the swiping gestures, but it Mm. hasn't. So I've got this, and you can swap out the pop socket, right? So like I put the pop socket that I like on the back.
0: Oh, it's their their removable one? Hmm. Yeah.
1: I got it to work with wireless charging once. Right, yeah, yeah, this is the thing, but you still—it doesn't work consistently.
0: Yeah, I, I, I guess I'm—I'm I'm convinced the tolerance is within the the amount of thermal expansion that happens yeah. as the battery warms up. Yeah. It's like we are talking microns of difference in distance, and if if your if your phone is just a little bit warmer, it's too thick.
1: The the Qi charger that I have was one of like the first ones that mm-hmm. came out with the iPhone, mm-hmm. so I don't know if maybe more modern Qi chargers would perform better at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is my number one request for, I don't know, Chi Incorporated or whoever's in charge of this, but, like, distance, guys. Mm-hmm. The only thing I care about is distance. Power, zero interest. Distance, infinite no, interest.
1: What I want, what I want Apple to do is, or any phone, I don't know, this must not be possible because I've never seen a phone do this. I want the charging to work with the phone face down. Why? Because then I can do whatever I want, case-wise. And when my at night, I want to put my phone face down anyway.
0: Oh, okay, I see what you're saying. Right,
1: right. Like, I want it to work both sides of the phone. That's what I would like. But I assume it's like impossible to do. Like you can't put that technology behind the screen. Would be my assumption. But like ideally, that is what I would want. Is that I can just put the phone down on the cheat charger, and then I don't have to worry about all this pop socket nonsense or case nonsense or anything.
0: Yeah, my guess is it has to do with the, um, well, again, like the physics of how the how the wireless charging works that you don't, you you, you don't want the alternating uh, magnetic fields to be passing through all the electronics that actually make up the phone. I'm, I'm going to guess there's some kind of shielding on the other side of the charger to save the internal electronics. That is mm. like, it's not the screen that's blocking it. It's the phone itself. Like you don't want to be charging across those electronics. That's my guess. Yeah. If I had to like bet money on it, I think you would literally never get that mm. like it's just not going to happen
1: i assume so too because otherwise looks like i've never seen a phone that does it so there's got to be a yeah. reason the reason could
0: just be the like the distance the th- The thickness of the phone is too far yeah combined with interference but i i, I would suspect that that it's, it's actually the like a physics reason why but that that's why i still just want distance and i i, w- I want centimeters not millimeters of distance here chi ink get get on that all right so listen listen Now you
1: can click the second link.
0: No, no. But before we click the second link, pop socket placement. Is it too low?
1: It looks low. (sighs) Okay. It is slightly lower. Okay. But it is not so much that it's got a, became a problem for me. The only thing is when the phone is laid on, is like put down on the desk, it ever so slightly leans towards the camera side. But with the Pro Max, I don't know what it's like with the with the regular Pro. The case isn't touching the table. It's just like leans a little bit towards one side.
0: Okay, I'm gonna give it a try.
1: I like it. <laughs> yeah. so, but also, you they these are in the stores. I bought it from the Covent Garden store in London. So you can just go and look at it and like put Might. your phone in it if you want. Might. get Might. all the germs.
0: Mike, that would require me to leave my house. Yeah, you've got a real problem with this. It's not going to happen. At
1: some point, we need to have a discussion about this. This like not leaving the house thing you've got going on.
0: How would you like to get your order? I'll pick it up. I'd like it delivered. I'd like it delivered. Apple. I don't know why you're even asking. Click, click, click.
1: (laughs) Now you can click the other link.
0: Okay, I've already clicked the other link though.
1: I saw this a couple of days ago. I have no idea why this product exists. So. Pop sockets, now you can remove the tops of them, right? So it's either into a case or the adhesive thing there. You twist it off and you pull it off, but the mount remains. Mm Pop socket have made a case for AirPods. So you can attach the AirPods to a pop socket mount. So you can have your AirPods on the back of your phone. I don't know why this exists.
0: So this is what I was laughing uproariously at before. Because it was just so surprising. And the picture is extra funny. Like, the framing of the picture makes it look ridiculous that the that you have your AirPods case will, like, click into the back of your phone where the pop socket would be. But the more I look at it, I wonder, oh, I wonder how, how good of a handle the AirPods case might actually make for right, the but phone. That... Like, maybe it's not as crazy as, first, as well, it first seems. Buy
1: one, then, and let me know. Because no one else is going to do it.
0: I will, no, I'm not going to be the first mover here. But mm. it's... It just was so surprising. It made me really laugh. But but I'm looking
1: at it and going, hey, maybe it's not crazy.
0: Maybe this is this is this less is ridiculous than it than it seems.
1: Yeah, I think this is crazy. Do you think it's crazy? I think this is wild to have your AirPods become a pop socket. Yeah, I don't know. Like, no, I don't like maybe
0: this. this this can start a trend where you attach devices to other devices. Right. So So you could make like your phone could become the pop socket. For your iPad, I right? think they, they could make a case they could make a pop socket that would work that and then way. Your
1: iPad is like a pop socket for your iMac, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, actually yeah, that's a good idea. I think that I think that could work
1: that's how, that's it. There's the ergonomics we have been looking for.
0: <laughs> I've always wanted to be able to pick up my computer in a more convenient way, and by gripping my iPad on the back of it that's that's the solution I've been looking for.
1: Talking about the airpods, I want to stumble into a quick cortex with you, okay because there's been a bunch of Apple products and I'm just, I want to get like a kind of idea from you, yay or nay Mm -hmm. on them. Okay. AirPods Pro, have you tried those? Oh, bought them immediately. Aren't they fantastic? Yeah. Oh, you know what? Let me say that I I shouldn't suppose this. You are a big noise cancelling person. Yeah. What do you think of the noise cancelling?
0: Okay. AirPods Pro, I really like them. And I have to say, we do complain about apple a lot like and things that are frustrating
1: because they have had a terrible year in a lot of departments
0: <laughs> in a lot of departments they've had a really bad software year I, like i i think it it's interesting because um i'm really aware that this year has also been a release of a, of a lot of like small quality of life improvements in in the software i feel like there's a lot of little things that you sort of don't notice until you look at the old stuff where it's like oh there's been a lot of improvement across a lot of little things but there's also been enormous software disasters. Right? So it's been, I feel like it's been a real mixed bag this year. But the AirPods Pro, their little thing where you can hold the stem of the headphone and it switches from transparency mode to noise canceling mode, that is Apple at its best. Yes. It like it makes the little chime sound. Yep.
1: And it's also clicking. This makes, that's like an artificial click. Did you know? Yeah. That?
0: Yeah. You can. Yeah. yeah it's, it does that like clunk sound Mm -hmm. or like uh, i I cannot reproduce the sound yeah
1: that's it well done there mike that's really good you know i provided the original sound bite that's why
0: that's that's why it matches so well. fascinating right Mm -hmm. yeah but so i've been trying these out on my on my soul excursions from the house to go to the gym and being on the street and then switching that on and putting the noise canceling on it, it really provides this subjective feeling like the world is fading away. It's that—that's what is like Apple yeah. at its best. And oh, like, it's so nice! The chime, the little click. It, it's. I know this is good. okay. This is going to sound a million times overblown. Cool, but I think it's the first consumer facing experience that is a little bit like augmented reality
1: no you i've I've heard other people saying this kind of thing too, so I don't think that you're too far okay. away right like because the the transparency mode where it lets noise in it's not real, yeah they are manipulating the sound that comes to you to to highlight some things and lower some other things so right. it's creating something which is not real, but you're experiencing the world in a different way.
0: Yeah. And it's just like that turn on noise canceling has this effect of I've pressed a button and it provides this illusion of modifying the world outside my brain. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm like big on noise canceling and I've, I've had other headphones that do like an equivalent of transparency mode or that let you hear stuff. The previous ones that were probably the best were like the latest Sony, whatever terrible name headphones. Yeah.
1: The over ears. Right.
0: Yeah. Like they work, but it, it doesn't give you the illusion of I'm listening to the outside world and then I've turned the outside world down. Like it, it wasn't quite convincing enough. Whereas these have crossed a threshold of convincingness that, that it, it does provide this, like this illusion of I have affected the world around me. And that's why it it made me think of AR like, Oh, I, Mm -hmm. I would never have expected to have this feeling like we're all waiting for the AR glasses right we all know, know this is in our future don't want it um okay well whatever but this is this is where like it's snuck in through this other sensory experience that I wouldn't have expected so i just like i think that's really interesting so i really like them and they are going to replace my regular airpods immediately but I'm not going to use them for the thing that I was originally buying them for, which is what headphones do I want to use at the gym? And I got the Beats, the Power Beats Pro, the other one that Apple makes. They're probably better for the gym because they have that little
1: hook over the ear, right? Yeah, Yeah.
0: I like those better for the gym, even though they don't have noise canceling, they do well enough to like muffle the outside gym sounds, and they're just more solid in my head. AirPods Pro, they're pretty good for being solid in my head, but I prefer the, the Power Beats for the gym. So I'm sticking with those as my gym headphones. But the AirPods Pro are replacing my regular ones.
1: you going to try the AirPods on planes?
0: I mean, I'll I'll try them because I'll always have them with me. But I do really like the Sony over-ear headphones. I mean, I haven't done like a side-by-side test, but I'm willing to bet that the over-ear headphones... I, I don't know how to put this... Like, I don't know who would win in a hands-down noise-canceling competition. But I feel like over-ear headphones like the sony headphones are more they're more like psychologically isolating and what i want is like i'm working on a thing or i'm just doing like
1: you are also signaling to other people in a much more effective way
0: yeah maybe that maybe that's what it is maybe it's like the the over-ear headphones augment my reality by telling people to leave me the hell alone
1: or at least that they know they can't speak to you immediately yeah they have to get your attention first you know maybe that's the thing for you i don't know
0: yeah, so I don't know. Like, uh, I don't know. Have you have you uh, left your house and traveled in the world? Oh since? yeah, okay. I've
1: been on public transport. I've I've taken plane journeys with them. Oh okay, and they are replacing all of the headphones that I own wow i didn't have any noise cancelling headphones are
0: you wearing them right now while we're podcasting
1: oh except my podcasting headphones (laughs) okay so they're not replacing that's a very good The you i'm very pleased you said that because a million people would have asked me that question (laughs) so i'm really happy (laughs) how are you you how are you using the airpods pro to podcast (laughs) it would be possible but you shouldn't do it yeah (laughs) because there'd be latency and a little leakage but anyway yeah let he
0: who has not podcast using airpods cast the first stone there right we've all had to do it under some circumstances
1: never done it i would love to actually try and see what it's like to podcast with noise cancellation on
0: i don't recommend it i don't recommend it at all oh you've tried it i am wearing my sony headphones right now i always wear them when i'm doing podcasting and i do not turn on the noise cancellation
1: mm. too in your brain at that point
0: yeah it had also at least i find that the effect if you are talking but also hearing yourself through noise canceling headphones there's something that that your brain does where you're like trying to compensate for how you think your voice should sound so it it leads to like a kind of vocal strain. I
1: want to try this now okay. I, it's I, I'm sure it's going to be weird, but now I just want to try it okay but I really like when I like go on the tube or whatever and it's noisy and I can just dunk and just make it all go away. I really mm. like that.
0: Yeah, the 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 ability to switch between those two modes is really is really killer. Yeah, so they're, they're they're fantastic headphones.
1: It was way better on a plane. Worked really well on the plane. I didn't have to have my volume. I had my volume like halfway, right? Where I'd usually have it maximum with my mm. old AirPods, which is bad for the ears, obviously. Um, it, mm. and as well, these are like the first pair of noise canceling headphones that has worked with me. Noise canceling has made me feel like nauseous in the past. Oh yeah, that's right. You're you one yeah. of those poor souls who can't deal with it. But this is this is fine. This is working oh, great good. for me. Um, maybe it's because it's not so aggressive. I don't know, or like isolating. I don't know what it is exactly that's made it work, but it's totally working. So huh. that's that's interesting to hear. I, I assume that technology is always getting improved, and maybe I've never tried those Sony's that everybody loves, and like maybe mm. they would work okay for me. But the AirPods are doing a they're doing a really great job. I'm very very happy with them actually. Mm. I still have an issue. I've always had an issue with the in ears. Like my left ear the headphone will eventually fall out and that's happening. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't matter what size tip I wear, it will eventually always come out. But mm-hmm. I just adjust it like every 20, 25 minutes. Like it's not a big problem, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I really like them. Have you seen the 16 inch MacBook Pro?
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I know this is a thing that exists in the world. And okay. Everyone's very excited about it. Well,
1: I just, I know that you are a MacBook Pro user, yeah. have been in the past. And I just wondered, is this a product that you think would would work for you? I'm I'm uh,
0: I'm holding out for an update to the smaller laptops.
1: Right, I mentioned on the
0: show a, a little while ago, but I, like I bought the fifth, I bought a 15 inch. I don't know, two years ago or something. Partly when I was really in the throes of trying to fin- finish off that Tesla vlog, and I was also traveling at the same time. I was like, I need I need the most powerful computer money can buy that I can also travel with me, and I also need a big screen for editing this video. I do like the bigger screens, but I. I don't like the bigger laptops. I I just find mm-hmm. the trade offs are are not for me. I find I, like I don't like the hassle of carrying around the extra weight, and I also find like the ergonomics of the of the length of the computer and where the keyboard is are just slightly wrong, so that my my wrists are always like hitting the edge in a way that I don't like. So I think like the 15 inch and then probably the new 16 inch are like amazing machines, but they're just not. For me. And then when you when you add on top of that sidecar, the ability to have like your big iPad be a second screen, like I'm totally in on using a smaller laptop in the future. So I've been using one of my smaller, slower, older laptops if I don't absolutely need like all the power for something. And that plus iPad a second screen is is totally amazing. So I've got my fingers crossed for Apple revising the smaller one. They will. In the near nearish term future, but um, we'll see.
1: I reckon it will happen in June if it hasn't happened already. There's apparently some Intel chips that are coming, which would be the perfect candidate for a refresh to the MacBook Pro. Hmm. And mm. so it would be expected that they would probably, at that point, whenever those chips are ready, which should be sometime in the spring to summer, I think is my understanding, mm-hmm. that they would update the 16 again with these new chips mm. and introduce a 14, maybe, if that's going to exist.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's 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 good to know. Yeah, because I just think what what I first discovered back in the old adorable days... Is that my ideal traveling setup? Is really big iPad, small laptop. Like that's that's what I want if I'm going to be on the road. Mm-hmm. And so that's uh, big big iPad plus big computer is is like oh this is too much. I can't I can't deal with this. I might as well start bringing around a whole like LG monitor with me if I'm if I'm carrying all that stuff.
1: Yeah, I would like them to put the new keyboard in the MacBook Air. I forgot about the MacBook Air. That's what I would want.
0: Okay. I mean they've got to be rolling out that new keyboard to everything. Eventually right? they yeah. will.
1: You would assume eventually.
0: I, th- I think I think you'll get your wish on that.
1: The Mac Pros coming in December.
0: Okay. Are you going to get one? No, I'm no, not going to get one. No, of course cuz you no you just got your iMac Pro. I have That's my why. iMac Pro. Are yeah. you
1: going to get one?
0: <sighs> I, 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 I... We've
1: had a lot of time to think since your original excitement in June.
0: Look, no. Look, okay, you're also reframing this. What was I was excited about that screen, right? Well, yeah, That's, okay. That screen is calling to me.
1: Well, that was that was going to be my next question. So look,
0: no look you can't you can't ask me this because my okay. my whole my whole world is in flux, okay, and so since I gave up the glass cube, I've compressed down two offices just mm-hmm. into my home office, and ultimately i do I do want to be in a situation where I leave the house again, and so I want to have an office outside my home. But then that brings up like every question in the world about what does the work setup look like? Well, you
1: yeah. know, you want to buy the computer that has wheels on it.
0: <sighs> what does the, like what, what does the monitor setup look like, which I, as far as I know, I haven't I haven't investigated, but I still think Apple hasn't released any actual information about what computers can possibly drive that beautiful screen.
1: Okay. So there's like tidbits, right? One thing that we know is that the new MacBook Pro can power two of those.
0: Oh, okay.
1: So that's a new piece of information.
0: That is a new piece of information. Okay. Hmm. Look, I'm just, I'm trying not to think about this, but also earlier today, I was just thinking there was, um, uh, for a project I'm working on, I was, I was looking at a selection of color palettes and, and, and like this little devil in my brain, <laughs> this little devil in my this brain. This is w- <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. This devil in my brain was whispering are you seeing the colors as they really are? And it's like, I don't know man, how would I be able to know? And it's like, well, I believe there's going to be a monitor that would let you understand exactly how orange this shade of orange is. (laughs) Because I'm looking at like five different shades of orange, like which one do I like the
1: most? (laughs) I would like to make a request. If you buy this screen, (sighs) can I come over the day you get it? (laughs) Just to look at it.
0: The day I get it, you 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 yeah. can look at it, but you can't touch it. Obviously, you know if if well, I get
1: unless it. you get the nanotexture one, and, yeah, it, then you and it is you full of it. like shards of glass or whatever it is they're doing. Yeah, then I definitely can't touch it.
0: Yeah, uh, like so so. Look, I, I can't even because I don't I don't even know. And this so like asking me about. Future computers is asking me about what does my office look like, which is mm. asking like which is asking me about what is my travel set like, what is the rotation for lap like. There's too many. This is like this is a gigantic ball of yarn, and my position here is basically hold. Like nothing is going to happen until hopefully Apple releases a smaller laptop, and then I'll start trying to make decisions about okay, what is what does my world look like.
1: So you're gonna let the monitor just exist in the world. Look, I'm just I'm saying my plan.
0: Is just hold until smaller laptop. That's those are the words I said. Yeah, and that's that's the end of this.
1: So there'll be no Pro Display XDR in your home. What if? What if? Like they say, oh, work with the iPad too.
0: Look, I look. Don't throw. No, look, I'm not doing this. I'm not. We're not playing okay. these theoretical games. Okay.
1: Well, we'll play the real game in a few weeks time. <laughs> Last thing. Yeah. They released the battery case for the 11 Pro.
0: Oh yes okay i'm buying another buying another uh case right now (laughs) fantastic
1: let me tell you something weird about this case gray okay it has a dedicated camera shutter button what yeah it features a button wait what that launches the camera app whether the iphone is locked or unlocked a quick press of the button will take a photo a longer press takes a video
0: where is it wait okay hold on exactly I've i've already got my app open where is this button? I don't see a button. It's on there's the... No button. Y-
1: you have to look at the images.
0: I'm looking right? at the images. If
1: you look at the one that shows you the back...
0: Okay. On yeah. the
1: left-hand side, there's like a little indentation. There's a button there. Oh,
0: sneaky, sneaky. How weird, right? That's a freaking great idea, though. Because mm-hmm. I was... I was- just complaining yesterday about how much i cannot get used to the new way to to take a freaking photo on my phone mm-hmm. the lack of um 3d touch is killing me it's the worst for like yeah. getting to pictures on the lock screen i just can't i'm such having such a hard time retraining my brain to like mm-hmm. swipe over or long hold it's killing me
1: yeah i'm, I'm i don't i don't like i want the, a dedicated the, the...
0: button on the physical phone iphone iphone 12 you listening to me physical camera button this is my on the phone
1: because why did they do this is such a weird thing to do so my, by the time this episode comes out my, my case probably both our cases will have arrived so like mm-hmm. mine is on the way it's coming tomorrow mm-hmm. uh, but this is just like an interesting thing to me it's like okay Put the, put the camera button on there, I guess. Like, it works really well for me because I only ever use the battery case when I'm traveling, and when I'm traveling is when I take the yeah. most photos.
0: As we discussed before, new battery life on, on the new phones. Fantastic. Amazing. Right, yep. it's really great. But heavily using the phone, you just, you're still gonna really burn through it. Like my uh, previous footnote video that I did for the video about Mercury being the closest planet. Mm-hmm. So I shot that entirely using my iPhone. And it's like, let me tell you, even with an amazing battery, an afternoon of walking around and talking and shooting 4K video is like you are you are going to get real close yep. to the end of the battery. And so that is exactly the case where, uh, yes, I would want more battery. I want this new battery case, and if the battery case comes with a dedicated camera button, all the better. All the better it's like right? this is a professional solution. So um,
1: what a treat! Yeah, fifty percent longer battery life is what it gives you.
0: Yeah, that sold. Like kind of
1: five hours, I guess, on the eleven Pro. Uh,
0: yeah, but even like fifty percent more battery then totally puts. I'm I'm shooting a video all afternoon on my phone in well within the margin of comfort. Yeah. For I don't have to think about the battery, which is always what I'm trying to optimize for. Like, mm-hmm. I just don't have to think about it. That's great. Wow, thank you for bringing me these uh, these things, Mike. This is just a
1: personal news update for you.
0: This this is. This is the way I like my news. Other people telling me the things that matter to me. That's great. Is, is
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, this is how I want my personalized news. Okay. From an actual person.
1: Okay, that's what's the most personalized.
0: <laughs> yes, thank you.
1: <laughs> this episode of Cortex is brought to you by Eero. If you want to binge watch your favorite TV shows from anywhere in the house without interruption... You need Eero. Eero will blanket your whole home in fast, reliable Wi-Fi, eliminating poor coverage, dead spots, and buffering so you can have consistently strong signal whenever you need it and wherever you need it. I have seen this firsthand. Eero will take a home and blanket it with lovely, fast-performing Wi-Fi. You're going to get your best speeds of Eero. No matter where you're going to be in your home, whether it's in the front room, the garden, trust me, Eero is going to cover That space. Eero is the Wi Fi that your home deserves. There's an all new Eero starting at just $99 and it sets up in just minutes. You just plug it straight into your modem or router box. You can even manage it from this super simple app, which is really great. It lets you do cool stuff like pause the Wi Fi where everybody's eating dinner and you'll get alerts if any device tries to join your network. Eero is going to fix all of your Wi Fi problems. Trust me on that one. No more dead spots, no more buffering. It is really, really awesome stuff. You can get your Wi-Fi fixed as soon as tomorrow by going to eero.com slash cortex and using the code cortex at checkout to get free overnight shipping with your order. That's eero.com slash cortex and the code cortex at checkout to get your Eero delivered with free overnight shipping. You've got to use that URL, and so I'll give you it one more time, eero.com slash cortex and the code cortex to get the offer. Our thanks to Eero for their support of this show and FM. It's time for some hashtag Ask Cortex questions, Gray. I petitioned our listeners on Twitter.
0: AskCortex.com. Oh, wait, no. No, that's wrong. I'm sorry. I misfired.
1: Oh, now I have to get that. I'll buy that domain. I don't know where I'm going to point it. But I, the first question I have picked to write a wrong. Uh-huh. So Vlad asks, would you give us an updated everyday carry list? Now, the wrong that I am writing is a few episodes ago. Uh-huh. There was a question, the last time we did Ask Cortex, where someone was asking about like where we carry things, right. and then we got lost on a tangent of talking about your pockets, right? and we never got your answer for where things go.
0: Yes, because you, you were too busy making fun of me. Yes. For the simple fact that when I'm traveling, I like to be prepared for things.
1: You like to be pocketed, well pocketed.
0: You found this a hilarious
1: notion. It is hilarious.
0: For reasons that I'm still not able to understand
1: like a tactical nerd or something. <laughs> He's like ready for anything. So I will ask you then, what do you have on your person every day and where does it go?
0: Well, I, be- I believe that we settled last time. There's only four items. There's iPhone, mm-hmm. wallet, keys, AirPods. Mm-hmm. Those those are the those are the four items. That's the way that works. So, that's my everyday carry list. And that's your everyday carry. But the list.
1: thing that wasn't answered previously is what pockets. <laughs> I'm making sure we cover every base now.
0: Oh yeah, you, you, you want to make sure that that uh, we're covering absolutely every base. Yeah, because okay. you're
1: calling me out in the Reddit
0: over it. I saw you. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember. I have no memory of this. Mm-hmm. That was a very long time ago. It doesn't sound like something I would do. Okay, so iPhone front left pocket, because I'm right-handed. So you use your phone with your left hand. That's the way handedness works. Mike.
1: Wait, what? <laughs>
0: yeah Every, everybody who's right-handed oh
1: so we settled Use it. their
0: phones with their left hand we
1: can agree i'm left-handed because i use my phone in my right hand <laughs> thank you <laughs> now it's done we've closed the loop now yeah. you have now by proxy agreed that i am left-handed so thank you for that
0: handedness is a very simple matter and so that's, that's the way that works.
1: I'm pleased that we finally came to a conclusion <laughs> on the left-hand debate.
0: I don't understand why there'd be any disagreement mm-hmm. or confusion over this issue.
1: I have my phone in my front right pocket. Right. And uh, my, I use my phone right-handed.
0: Right, yeah. So you're left-handed then. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> so then front right pocket is keys and it's wallet. Mm. So now AirPods case. Where does AirPods case go? So I have I have settled on jeans that are now the only jeans that I wear, and for for the benefit of Mike, I will call them tactical jeans. And these tactical jeans have a have a special pocket on the side, which, for the purposes of this podcast, we will say is a dedicated AirPods pocket and is for absolutely nothing else.
1: What do you put in that pocket? Do you have, like, smoke pellets put, that put... you can use to get away with? You
0: know? Like, no, no, but so, I, w- I always like to try to find, what it, what do the professionals use? And there are tactical professionals. What professionals? You know, just professionals. Uh, AirPods professionals. And so, there's a special pocket on the <laughs> no, side. That's what they're called.
1: AirPods professionals. Yes,
0: that's right. And so, uh, because I used to keep AirPods in the back pocket, which was
1: fun. That's weird. That's weird. (sighs)
0: It, It like... If you put them in the back pocket, I found that you could like slide them over to the side no, and it was no, fine,
1: no. right? I it go in fine. my front left pocket with my keys and then my wallet goes in my back right pocket. Right. Yeah. That, yeah oh, that's also pocket, that's no perfect. <laughs> who knows which pocket it goes in left right? Maybe none of them. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah you are really you really divulging your your security here, Mike, right? Security through obscurity. This uh-huh. is this is the moment. Which which pocket is which Mike's pocket? wallet in? <laughs>
1: maybe I don't have, maybe I have a secret that tactical pocket you don't know
0: yeah no nobody knows but yeah so so that's uh that's the pocket placements for
1: gray tactical pocket <laughs> jonathan asks if cortex brand could make anything it wanted without any difficulties in production what would it be
0: oh i mean i guess it would make all of the solutions to all of my problems in
1: life well that is the like the, that's like the larger answer right like right it, yeah w- if if we could make whatever we wanted we would make everything we wanted you know yeah
0: yeah my whole life would just be cortex brand that would be that
1: well that's be cool. the ultimate goal right <laughs> all
0: all the way down to the computer in front of me cortex cuz i will brand say computer. like
1: maybe is an interesting update for the state of our company mm-hmm. at the moment we're where we are right now at the end of 2019, Cortex Brand has taken on a very different product offering than what I was initially, I think what we were both initially expecting. Yes, yes. We have become very, very focused on the theme system because it's mm-hmm. been going great for us. And I have not, we have not been able to explore as many other things as we wanted to because we yes, have that's, a- that's totally true, yeah. We have a success which has been successful faster than we would have expected. So at some point, I want to get back to exploring other products but right now, we are very focused on theme system.
0: I would say this: two things became very clear very quickly. That all processes have like a bottleneck, mm-hmm. and I think the the bottleneck is your attention, your time and attention. Right now mm-hmm. is like that is the that is the valuable resource for the company.
1: And maybe we will talk about that soon.
0: <laughs> yes, and it's also very clear that doubling down. Or like quintupling down on the theme journal was the obvious way to go just like mm-hmm. that, the that the reaction to it was really positive and so it's like okay obvious win limited resource spend all of the limited resource on the obvious valuable thing like that yep. that's the way to go like our plans to expand into cortex os have you know have to be delayed. Please that's like don't. on the 2040 roadmap.
1: Please don't. So the, the email address that we have, right, where people send suggestions, which is yeah. business at com. Still, please mm-hmm. continue sending them in if you have ideas. Mm-hmm. The, more than anything, I have had people ask about software. Mm-hmm. I don't want to make software right now. Yeah. Because apps, that is a difficult business to be in mm-hmm. for it to be profitable with the limited time and attention that we can put in that field yeah the, the obvious answer right that people would assume is like if cortex brand could make anything what would it be oh we would just fix email clients and to-do lists
0: yeah I, yeah i feel like that's the way this question is sort of leading but that's
1: not what i, I don't want to be in that world i have no interest in making software or being a part of a team to make software like i don't want to do that
0: you know what has even more uncertain roadmaps effort amounts and time frames than physical products software (laughs) right it's like uh yeah the variance on that is is very even
1: with software even if i was in charge of a software development team right the cortex brand software development team i would still never be completely happy with what is made Mm -hmm. because i'm both of us are so particular about software yes you would never be happy yeah right
0: (laughs) yeah i i can imagine let's say cortex brand was doing an email client Mm -hmm. well it would have to it would end up that it would have to make two email clients i think we both we both know this yes it's just like this is the way it would have to be and then like what have what have we done here what have we wrought
1: because that's that's an interesting point actually because when you look at the theme system we created something that could work for both of us and therefore everyone right yeah so it's effectively devoid of too much constraints it's just a a system that you can put your own system into you can't do that with apps yeah i I would
0: yeah i would phrase it the opposite way it's not that it's devoid of constraints it's actually that physical products are more constrained and therefore the planes of possible disagreement do not stretch mm. toward infinity in every direction that is a the way software yeah. products do.
1: But my point was more that like a system that we have created is a framework system. You can't yeah. create an email system which is so open right, that people yeah. could do whatever they wanted with it. It would never work. Yeah, yeah. My answer for this question is a backpack. Hmm. That is a future goal in my mind, for Cortex brand, to so make a backpack. But that is a very, I have looked into it at a very cursory level. It is incredibly complicated to do that. Yeah. So, one day, hopefully, that is something I would like to make. But we're very far away from that. Like, because I don't even have any ideas, right? As to like, what would I want to make a backpack look like to make it unique?
0: Yeah. Backpack is a really good one for if we could make anything without difficulty, that's a, that's a, that's a good answer to that question mm-hmm. backpacks are hard backpacks are really hard
1: it's a million little decisions yeah it goes into making a product like that and uh, I, I just don't think I have any insight into it at the moment mm, okay. no Michael asks what is a good destination or accommodation traits to consider when looking at planning a greatcation yeah <laughs> I just okay. watched a documentary on Netflix, which mm-hmm. I really recommend. Could potentially be a Cortex Movie Club in mm-hmm. the future. It's a three-part documentary about Bill Gates. Mm-hmm. Called Inside Bill's Brain, I think it's called.
0: Oh yeah, the trailer for that looked really interesting.
1: He does this.
0: Oh, he does. Uh, he takes vacations.
1: They're called Think
0: Weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. You've probably heard. I think, heard I've, of this I think I've heard about that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah,
1: he's he used he used to do this when he was even at Microsoft. He would take a bunch of books. Yeah, and go is to like this the cabin that he owns, of... and he's gone for a week. What was it called like the Halloween memo or something?
0: Yeah, yeah. This sounds this sounds sort of fam- like familiar in the Microsoft lore of changing the company after spending it, spending some time away from it. That's mm-hmm. yeah okay. So he takes great vacations.
1: Yeah, but also this is a very interesting documentary. Uh, you should watch it and tell me what you th- tell me what you think of it. Just in general, maybe we could talk about it in the future. Yeah. But I really did like it. Yeah, we'll put that on
0: the list for the um, Cortex Movie Club documentary club. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay, cool. What what would you recommend for somebody who's thinking about aggregation? What are the things that they should consider?
0: Okay, listen, listen. There's many things that you're probably thinking of if you're tempted by aggregation. But the thing that you should really spend a lot of time looking at is go to reviews for whatever hotel that you're thinking about and look very closely at the tables and chairs that are available in the place that you're going to. Mm. Or this, like, this is the thing that you're not thinking about. But if... If your greatcation is a success, ideally you're going to be spending a lot of time working and you're probably not going to be able to bring your comfy office chair with you. And so, uh, yeah, that like if a hotel looks like it has really terrible quality chairs, that is like a complete deal breaker. Uh, So I would actually rate that as like very high on the list of things that you want to consider is that you need to have a space that looks like is in the hotel ideally in your room where you can sit comfortably for long periods of time and get work done and lots of hotels have obviously crappy chairs and super thin desks that are going to drive you crazy and sort of get in the way or just like cause you physical discomfort after long periods of time so that that is Very high on the list of things that you want to be looking for. I would say probably after that, another thing that I consider is like I think about the food situation. So I want to have something like a supermarket or some kind of place where I can just go and stock up on a bunch of easy to eat food that I can then just keep in the room. That's like another thing that's on my radar because you're just, you're really just trying to maximize for compressing down my. Gradius, to be relatively small, I'm going to be focused on this work. Like What really matters? The work environment matters. The food situation matters because you also don't want to rely on room service, not just because it's expensive and because it tends not to be very good, but also because the variance in time of how long it will take to actually arrive is a giant like, who knows? Mm. Right? Like room service, like you don't want to be thinking, oh, I'm going to wait for the food to show up and then like, how long is that? Is that 20 minutes? Is that an hour? Oh, okay. Let me give you a good food tip, food tip for food tip. vacation. It
1: felt like, then it felt like the name of a new segment, right? Okay. No, it's not,
0: a, it's not a segment because I only have one piece of advice, which is
1: <laughs> short run segment. <laughs>
0: yeah. So again, the, 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 you're optimizing for like sustenance and just working. So what I like to bring with me is those little machines where that will hard boil an egg that you can just pour some water in and you set a little timer and you can usually buy them so they'll cook like three or six eggs at once and this is just a great thing to have in the room because eggs don't need to be refrigerated if you can't count on a refrigerator in a hotel room so you can just like go to the supermarket buy a bunch of eggs leave them there have this little thing which will hard boil them and as like incredibly reliable sustenance for just working Um, so yeah, like you can't count on a refrigerator and that's like a, just a very easy, like high quality food. That's also very quick to prepare and, and minimum hassle. I would say maybe like the last thing. So yeah, chairs, food, and like a space nearby to maybe go walking that's convenient like a park or just some sort of area to be able to take a walk and take like a little bit of a, a break or, or mull over whatever it is you're working on so those are my those are my tips for planning your your vacations. and i think everybody should try to do them if they if they possibly can if you've got some serious work you know like i said i just used to do it on the weekend if like really want to get through a thing take a weekend focus on the project that's important to you and then like come back to your to your regular life. So those are, those are my tips of what you should look for.
1: I think uh, whilst I've not done this as much as you, I have added holidays days to the end of uh, some, some trips that I've taken in the past, right? Like I go to a city for work for a conference or whatever. And mm-hmm. then I'll take an extra day or two to get a lot of stuff done before returning, mm-hmm. right? Like it's catch up time. And I've always found very valuable to be in a big city when doing that. Because then Mm. you don't have to worry about anything, right? Like, if I want to go get dinner, I can, there's like a million restaurants to go to, right? Yeah. You know, like, or like you say, you want it to be a supermarket. There probably will be a supermarket near the hotel if you're staying in a big enough city. So I'm not saying that as a prerequisite, but that is a way to uh, get a lot of the things that you're suggesting is to be in a city.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. And if, if you're on the newbie level for doing this kind of thing, totally bias it towards larger cities. Because, yeah, then, then like, the possibilities of things going wrong is dramatically reduced. Mm -hmm. I've been aware that now, like I feel like I'm on the much more pro end of this. (laughs) I've been, I've been trying to seek out more and more isolated environments in which to do this kind of thing. But it's, but it's only because I feel like I'm pretty well prepared for the various ways in which things can go wrong. And now the increased isolation is more valuable then uh downside mitigation because i feel like i have downside mitigation mostly covered at this stage
1: on a kind of a secondary question comes from colin colin asks how do you find places to eat when you travel to a new city i, I don't know i don't really think about this cool i have a great answer foursquare <laughs> okay. i use foursquare and still use foursquare for this stuff Okay, um, I find it to be a great resource. There are other, you know, c- companies that is available, like Yelp, right? Is one, but yeah. I've found that Foursquare has a better presence outside of America. So okay. in the UK, in Europe, everywhere that I've been to, I use Foursquare, and I find that Foursquare ratings tend to match up with my own tastes. So I found it to be pretty valuable for me. Um, so I still use Foursquare for that stuff. It's really great to help find new places to go um, and also uh, f- to, you know, rec- recommendation. But Google Maps has gotten pretty good at this stuff now too. Like you can search for a restaurant, there's all ratings and stuff like that. But I use Foursquare. Um, yeah, that, I, th- I feel like I that use.
0: must be what I just used in the past is like Google Maps or something. Like I, I yeah. just don't really think about this. But so you recommend Foursquare for mm-hmm. just like I'm trying to find a place to eat.
1: I think any system that has aggregated user reviews is what you want to be looking for, in my opinion, mm. um, because then you know you have a lot of data to build the star rating or whatever or the score of the place mm. that you want to go to. But I would recommend trying out a few different apps and seeing which kind of which audience meets your own taste. It seems like there are differences between the different services, and I found that like. Foursquare is still hipster enough for me, you know, good uh-huh. co- coffee recommendations and stuff from Foursquare.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I've, I've downloaded that to give it a try.
1: It's, it's also just still very good. It's, a, it's kind yeah. of a funny thing. Like you, Foursquare, I think I've forgotten about a lot now because they're not the company that they used to be. But my understanding is like they still remain because they have such a huge database of points of interest that right. that is like yeah. a thing that they can sell. Wasn't
0: Foursquare was the one where you were competing to be the like the mayor of your local yeah. Starbucks, right? That was Foursquare. They
1: still have that, but they split themselves into two applications: Foursquare and Swarm. I don't know why they ever did that; it was a mistake. Uh, but Swarm has all the check-in stuff, and uh, Foursquare okay. is just like a directory of places to go. I'm just sitting here thinking,
0: why am I so confused by this question? But I'm realizing that like my answer to the Cation one should make it pretty clear. I'm not really looking for restaurants Mm -hmm. when I'm doing this sort of thing. I'm I'm looking for a pack of eggs that I can boil and eat in my room alone. Yeah, you see, this is where Whitney and you take things (laughs) slightly differently. Like
1: I consider going to like interesting places to eat as like a comfort for me in those environments. Yes,
0: Yes. this is also why I think uh, just just listener in your mind, hear the two words. You can do a greatcation. Or you can do a hurley day, right? Exactly. Like a hurley day different. is very different experience. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and hurly days can involve a nice restaurant.
1: <laughs> yeah, gray is, is much more kind of like, you know, it's, it's gray, right? Like it's dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot, a lot of color. There's some boiled eggs in the corner, you know, that's, that's kind of what you get over there. This episode is brought to you by Hover, one of our longest running sponsors. When you have that one big idea, where are you going to go? For a ton of people who are entrepreneurs, self-employed, business owners, have any kind of job which requires having a website, you're going to need to make that big leap. And Hover's a place that you can go to. Your business starts with a great domain name. And Hover has over 300 domain name extensions to choose from. No matter what you want to build, there is a domain name waiting for it. And they have excellent technical support to answer any questions you may have. And they're dedicated to getting you online not upselling you. Hover has free who is privacy, so the bad guys don't get your information. They have a clean user experience, monthly sales on popular top-level domains, and so much more. It is easy to see why Hover is the popular choice for people starting businesses. It's my choice too. I have tons of domains of Hover. In fact, askcortex.com, which was something I registered during this episode because Gray just blurted it out. I just went straight to Hover, typed it in, and it was available. Super easy for me to set up and really easy for me to forward to where I needed it to go. I buy domains all the time. I have some new projects that I'm working on for next year. I needed domains for them. I could type in some keywords, do some searches, and Hover gave me what I needed. I'm sure that like me, you enjoy great user experiences, things that work straight out of the box, so I know you're gonna appreciate hover buy your domain today and start using it right away at hover.com slash cortex and to get a ten percent discount on all new purchases just go to at url hover.com slash cortex make an A for yourself with hover our thanks to hover for their support of this show and relay FM night asks have either of you ever used mechanical keyboards? Have you been tempted further down the rabbit hole of fancier keyboards? Noit believes that my love of pens could quite simply transpose to this uh, obsession. Oh, yeah. That's, that's an interesting point. I it's can see that. very yeah. customizable. You know, like there's a lot of really interesting makers in that space, like doing interesting keycaps and stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I wouldn't have thought of that. But yeah, I can see this being uh, pen adjacent. Do you agree with that assessment? Does I 100% like agree with it. It's okay, like
1: huh. uh, watches, too, right? These are artisan things, right? Mm hmm. I could very easily see myself getting down a, a mechanical keyboard customization rabbit hole. Can you imagine the colors of my keyboard if I did this? I mean,
0: yes, obviously you would oh. have one of those rainbow keyboard boards mm-hmm. for sure. Like 100% it would be full of colors and rainbows. Um, do you have, what, what keyboard do you use now? I actually realize I don't have any idea. Like, What are you using at your desk?
1: On my iMac, I use the Microsoft Sculpt ergonomic keyboard.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a good one.
1: So that's it's the keyboard. one that's kind of split in half with the hole down the middle. I found that to be a very comfortable keyboard. I've used it for, like, five or six years.
0: Yeah, I used that one for a long time. That's a, that is a a nice keyboard. I, th- I find the keys are a little mushy, uh, whatever switches they use. At oh, least they're at mushy. At the time I was using... Okay. I don't really care about the
1: clickiness of keyboards. Yeah. Right, like, it doesn't bother me. It's like, this keyboard, what... I don't write... I think that's, Mm -hmm. like, one of the the key differences, right? Like, Mm -hmm. I do not write things. I Mm -hmm. respond to emails. I send tweets, right? Like, I don't don't compose thousands of Word documents. So Mm -hmm. the quality of the keyboard is less of a concern for me, and Mm -hmm. it's typically another reason. So, like, the keyboard that I use the most is the Bridge keyboard, which is attached to my iPad Pro, and that just feels like a regular laptop keyboard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I do have one of those Razer keyboards, which is... I believe it's mechanical keyboard.
0: You got that for your gaming PC, right? Yeah.
1: But again, I never type with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see myself wanting to make a really nice keyboard, but I worry with mechanical keyboards about RSI stuff. That's why I've never really gone down that road. I'm worried that I would cause too much strain. Uh, on, on my fingers
0: yeah i think you're not wrong to be concerned about that i, I, I think that is a legitimate concern with mechanical yeah. keyboards as they do have higher resistance it's just i've noticed
1: any time i change something it will cause problems mm-hmm. so i don't change things right like i try yeah. as little as possible to make changes to the input devices that i use yeah,
0: yeah. and I, i'd agree with that assessment and and recommend to any of the listeners like if if you're primary concern is rsi related that microsoft keyboard is is like the number one no-brainer choice like you should get the that one for,
1: i uh, use an sure. older one they have a, which they don't make anymore mm-hmm. they made an interim one which was not good recently mm-hmm. they have a new version of this keyboard which looks more like my one mm-hmm. but i've not used it i just wanted mm-hmm. to, just to state that
0: Okay, yeah, because I've been out of that game for a little while. I'm, I'm, think- I'm probably thinking of whatever the older. You're one thinking was. of my
1: one for sure, but there's okay. We're like two revisions past that now
0: hmm okay all right well i'll, I'll vouch that two revisions old one mm-hmm. there, there are probably people that there hoarding it all over the world like the model m keyboard and stuff yeah
1: but they have it. they have a new one it's now called as you can imagine the surface ergonomic keyboard right of course and it has a different design it is a much nicer much more modern design and looks mm-hmm. way more like mine than the mm-hmm. one that it replaced mm-hmm. but uh, again i've not used it but it it the idea is the same, right? That like you're splitting the keyboard and trying to angle it in the middle a way which would be more comfortable to use. Mm-hmm. And I have found that to be the case. I've never had problems with this keyboard mm-hmm. and uh, my wrist and hand pain. Mm-hmm. Of mm-hmm. course, I am using a Windows keyboard on a Mac. There are right. inherent weirdnesses with that, like the keys. So You have to kind of remap some of them. Yeah, but, you can, fit, but you can remap the keys. But it's, it's not difficult. But you you do have to do it.
0: Yeah, just as like everybody in the world should remap uh, their caps lock key to control if they haven't already done that. And why yeah, would be much better? Because you hit control a, a million billion times. When right. do you hit caps lock? Never. No but one like ever you uses already
1: that have a control key.
0: Yeah, but it's it like the the gesture for hitting control with your pinky. If control is caps lock is way better than trying to reach down and hit control uh, like it's just a much more right, convenient like, thing to do. Eh, it doesn't Trust matter. Me. If you type, Trust me. Trust like me. Listen. Like... Switch listeners. Go into go into your keyboard settings. Remap caps locks to control. You'll thank me later. It's great. Hmm.
1: Okay, but what if you need to caps lock? Then what do you do? Nobody needs to caps lock. There's no, the, you never need it. You just did it. If we were texting each other, you just caps locked when <laughs> you <laughs> said know. that. You <laughs> but you mechanical keyboards. Yay! Name? Yeah, I have. not I'm kind of, uh, just looking now. It's oh, something horrific. <laughs> so I'm just I'm lifting up the keyboard.
0: Uh, it's because I couldn't remember the company. It's W A S D keyboards. Oh, W A S D. Yeah, W A S D keyboards. Are
1: they the one? Is that the company that makes the keyboard with no print on it? The what? Just to show how cool they are. There's a company that makes a keyboard. Yeah, it is the V3 mechanical keyboard. Like it's just all black.
0: Oh yeah, that's the keyboard that I have. Yeah, with no with nothing written on it. Yeah. Are you being serious right now? Yeah, that's my writing oh. keyboard. okay so listen i've i've got i've got two wasd keyboards um
1: why'd you have to be that way
0: okay well i I will explain to you why i have to be that way so one i I do like the mechanical ones like i like the way it sounds when you're typing i forget what what the number is it's like the 110 key version on their
1: website i'm I'm gotten in now you can change the color of every key independently
0: Oh yeah, yeah. You you have infinite options of customizability. That's with them. wild. Like you can do whatever you want. So, but but their customizability is one of the reasons why I went with them. So the keyboard that's in front of me right now, as I'm talking to you, <laughs> you so,
1: are hitting and ruining the audio. <laughs> no, it's perfectly
0: fine. Look, this is this is all part of it right now. We can't go into it, but I've changed my setup so that I'm I'm recording to you on my iMac Pro. I'm recording to you now in in a computer that I use a lot. So my keyboard here is the again i think 110 108 key one where i do have the separate arrow keys and page up and page down but i don't have the full um number it's
1: right what was that 10 keyless it's like one word yes 10 keyless
0: that's what yeah. it's called yes that's what that's the name of it I'm i love talking. that I cannot word. call that yeah that's what i want because uh, i don't want the full length keyboard it's just too big it takes up too much space but i also have it so the one that's in front of me most of the time is also printed in the Dvorak layout that I actually mm, use. Okay. So this this is one of like, oh, I can customize it this way. This is amazing.
1: Oh, you can buy wooden rests. How pretty. <laughs>
0: Look, Listen, do you hear this? This is this is the moment Mike Uh-oh. is starting to get what into you keyboards. Right, so right? You do have it printed then. It
1: is printed for something.
0: No, would you, you have to let me finish here, though. Right. Oh. So this is why I'm specifying. So the keyboard in front of me right now is also you can pick different switches, they have different color names for the different kinds. I have maximum clicky because that's what you want what during is the a name podcast. Of that one?
1: I forget. People will know that. Cherry blue, cherry blue, something. Cherry something, whatever. Cherry blue is what they call tactile click.
0: I think that's what it is, okay. yeah. Because, again, when you're podcasting, what you want to go for, you want to get that tactile click. That's that's maximum podcast <sighs> the amount experience. Of edit.
1: The, I, every just in the edit, just like, oh, there he goes again. Yeah. Pull that one out.
0: So that's great. Now, I know it always sounds crazy to listeners, but it is very important to me. So I do have, even in my home office setup, I, ha- I have a, a very little, like, standing desk area where I've set up a separate laptop with an external screen that's just used for writing so like nothing else is installed on that computer except my writing app and it has a separate external keyboard that I use that keyboard is another WASD keyboard but I got the slightly less clicky keys because of RSI concerns so it's a little bit easier to type on you know when I'm like Typing for hour two in a row. Like that this is where it really does matter and it does make a difference. Still satisfying click, but not as satisfying as podcasting keyboard. And uh then, since ideologically, the idea of this computer setup is I'm trying to remove every distraction that exists in the world and I'm just focusing on writing. So I thought, why not remove Ugh. even the printing on the key Ugh. on the keys? And so, yes, that keyboard has no writing on it whatsoever so that's uh, my other keyboard there I
1: see it just it makes it just you're just showing off you're just showing show, off what?
0: showing off that i know how to touch type like yeah. everybody should i don't understand it's a
1: show-off thing no one knows this we've been through this before remember
0: no this is an aesthetic decision it's show an off. aesthetic decision it's not a show-off thing because everybody should know how to touch type like this should just be a thing so, right but they don't well they should they should know how to touch type
1: but no one teaches you this anymore Okay, well, look, that's not my problem. <laughs> right, you were, you, were, you were taught it's not fair. I am lost on this website, Gray. Okay, like, well. so badly right now. You can do everything.
0: Yes. I, I, can, already, I can already feel three shows from now. No. Mike's going to talk about his no. his fancy keyboard. That no, he's I'm not going to do it. Each keycap is going to be from handcrafted no. artisanal wood. No, I'm not going to do Filed down to precision by a guy with a mustache.
1: I'm just very impressed. Like you can change the color of the keys, and the color of the text. Mm-hmm. It's Very impressive. I think you can
0: even upload your own custom image you to can. be up. Yeah, for each of the keys. So, if like, if you want a particular font on each of the keys, you can do that kind of thing.
1: You know what? <laughs> WSD keyboards. Just email me. Let's <laughs> let's talk. Right? Like we're just giving <laughs> you some real promo here. Let's have a conversation. <laughs> this is wild. What stuff that you can do with these keyboards? Very impressive.
0: Yeah, I mean, I-, I will back them very strongly. Like, I've used these keyboards for a long time now, and I really like them. So, yeah. Mm.
1: I just, it just, you know, ugh, black on black. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's, that's touch typing. That's the magic of touch typing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Brian asked, how does your caffeine usage change throughout the day, and what are your favorite caffeinated foods or drinks to consume? I mean, for me, it is one. It's coffee, right? Like, that's... Yeah,
0: I'm confused by the premise of this question. Like, I don't understand.
1: Okay, so I will see if I can break it down to the way that I understand this. What is your what is your caffeine intake like these days? Enormous. That's that's the answer. Really? Yeah. So, has it changed? What do you mean? I mean, how, over time, do you feel like your caffeine usage has increased?
0: Uh, I mean, it depends a little bit on where you're drawing that chart. You know, if, if we're drawing it from the moment I was born, right? If that's oh. the origin <laughs> to
1: now. You're in a mood today.
0: <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not in a mood today. I just like, I look at a question like this and I think, how? like, this is the same for the answer is coffee.
1: Right, but like the other thing you have to remember is, like, okay. you, you need to keep this stuff in mind. We have spoken about caffeine intake before. Right. So people are coming to this question knowing you in the past and what you did, right?
0: Okay. Yeah. So, like I say, so what, what I feel like I want to answer here is, is a different question, which is okay. that the, the answer to this question is like what everybody does. Everybody, you drink coffee, and as the day goes on, you drink less if it's just a normal day. Okay. Like that's, you know, that's the way that.
1: But, works. like, do you drink a lot of coffee, though, in a day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What, what is a lot? How much are we talking here? We drip coffee?
0: Yeah. Drip coffee. I don't know. I, I've. I don't really want to measure it. Well, like all, all I can say is like it's a lot. And the, but the answer, the answer, I think the more interesting answer to this is not how does my caffeine use change throughout the day. It's really how does my caffeine use change throughout the year, which is a all which right. is like a very different kind of question.
1: <laughs> if that's the question you want to answer, let's answer that question.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, because it's like okay. So you drink a lot of coffee because I do genuinely think that it's it's useful for the writing process to some extent but if i'm at a conference my my coffee use goes from lots to like the spice must flow levels of tremendous amounts of coffee uh, and I, I, just this summer, I was at a conference with a friend who got to see this firsthand, who was very used to what my normal level of coffee drinking is and, and was like, whoa, this is a lot, dude, hmm. um, because I just I just find that during conference time, it's it's very difficult for me. It requires a tremendous amount of focus. And I would say during conferences, I off I often drink. What if was sustained would be medically concerning amounts of coffee. But then this sort of alternates with a lot of times during the summer, especially if I'm uh, like I was this past summer doing some traveling where I'm largely on my own for a while. I will intentionally go for little periods where I don't drink any coffee whatsoever. So there's, there's like this there's a phase of of what's going on in my life. So conference time, coffee use goes through the roof. Traveling on my own time, very often coffee use will go down potentially to zero. And then just normal working days throughout the year, uh, I would say coffee consumption is well above average. That's like, that's the way my coffee consumption looks. Okay. Now, how does your caffeine use change throughout the day? Wait, let
1: me just ask one last okay. question. Do you consume caffeine via any other means these days than coffee? Because I know at a point you were taking caffeine pills before you napped, right?
0: Yeah, I do that sometimes. Like if I'm if it's a busy work period, I, I still do like the power nap thing of take a couple of caffeine pills, take a nap, and wake up, mm-hmm. and it, and it really does help with that transition out of nap land, where like a nap can really destroy your whole day if you do it wrong. And whenever I'm traveling, I ha- I always forget what the heck they're actually called, but I think about them as like these substitute coffee drinks, these sort of like caffeine and um, electrolyte flavored little drink tablet things. And I do have those while traveling as as my i'm not able to get a cup of coffee but i'm still in work mode and i need to get things done and i always want to have a fallback with me okay so yeah those those are the other those other things that i have for the drug my drug of choice
1: (laughs) yeah and i know you made a video on this a long time ago but like Mm -hmm. just in general you're kind of feeling and what you know is caffeine is not bad for you in the amount that a human would consume it is that—that's kind of my memory of your video that you did about it.
0: Yeah, I—I I, I would phrase it slightly differently. Okay, like I would give a mental heuristic for how to think about stuff, which is people want to put stuff into categories, particularly with foods. They want to put things into categories of like good and bad. And what I think is, you—you you have to think in terms of effect size. Like, what? Like everything that you do has an effect. What is the effect size? And for some things, coffee falls into this category. You have an enormous number of studies that have been done. And, of course, if you have literally thousands of of health studies on a substance, some of them are going to come up with negative correlations. Some of them are going to come up with positive correlations. But if you look at the whole sum of the field... What you can say pretty confidently is like if a thousand papers have been done on what are the health effects of coffee and they have not universally come to a strong conclusion that if there is a negative health side effect, it is very small, right? That's like if you want to assume that there is a negative health side effect, the magnitude can't be large. Right. Whereas you do you do like a different kind of study, the kind of classic one of smoking. Right. The correlation between smoking and lung cancer is enormous. Like the effect size there is very large
1: Yeah, to the point that you can say, well, if I start doing this, there is a very strong chance that I will have lung. Like you you can say, if I start doing this, there is a very strong chance that this will happen. There is not a lot of things in this world where you can draw a cause and effect like that. Yeah.
0: And it's one of the reasons why smoking is used as an example, because I think it may be like one of the strongest correlations in health. Uh, Like, what is what is the effect? But so that what that also means is like there's this concept in science of of certainty, like how certain can you be about one thing causing another? And the stronger the effect is, the smaller the the minimum required number of people that you can study before being reasonably confident about the effect. So that's also why the conclusion about coffee, it is interesting to see that the number of people involved in coffee studies is enormous. And so that's that's like what I'm trying to communicate here, that if there was a strong effect that existed, you should see it in the thousands and thousands and thousands of people who've been involved in coffee health studies. Mm. There's, there's like an interesting flip side of this, which people don't like to hear. So like coffee drinkers love to hear, oh, great, coffee doesn't have a negative downside and like it's like yes that's like i can say that pretty confidently but i also say the sentence if there is a negative downside it's small and diffuse throughout the population and almost any other health choice you make in your life matters more the flip side that people don't like to hear and this is sort of where i don't even follow my own advice is everything that i just said also applies to most studies about most vitamins so people sort of think taking vitamins is good, but for almost all of them it's the same issue of there's a huge amounts of studies over an enormous group of the population and you get like maybe there are some very slight positive correlations, but there's no like really strong effect for most vitamin supplements that exist. But this is where I like I don't follow my own advice because I still take vitamins. I'm like, well, it can't hurt, right? I I feel like my diet isn't good. This is like diet insurance.
1: That's how I feel about it. The the thing about coffee though, and the the downside is it's incredibly addictive and easy to get your hands on. And if you don't have it after usually drinking it, you will feel crap.
0: The previous conversation, I'm talking about the kinds of things that people worry about in terms of health concerns. Mm. So like now we have a whole different conversation about, is coffee addictive? Oh, one hundred percent! Like, <laughs> yes. yes, there is. Yes. There is no doubt about this question whatsoever. That it is. That it is a- addictive. And there's. There's always like. There's one thing I could, if I could go back in time, I would sort of change about that coffee video that I made. And it is where it feels like, oh, a younger man made this video. And I make this comment about like, oh, uh, coffee is a real physical addiction, not like those wimpy psychological addictions or something like that. It's like that, that's the one part of that video where I'm like, ooh, like, I cr- like current me cringes a little at that. And I'm like, I would take that out now. I don't, I, like, I don't like that part.
1: You're a more enlightened being now.
0: It's like, it's not that I'm enlightened. It's It's that I've just come across enough stuff, which I think... The way I would phrase it is that younger me was more convinced of a meaningful difference between those two statements and current me is much less convinced about there's a meaningful distinction to be commented on here. So I just throw that into like when we're talking about is coffee addictive. It's like, yes, 100 percent. There are well studied physical reasons why it is addictive, but there's also just this like messy confusion about psychological addiction as well. And so, yeah, I will like I will own up to the fact that I like I am addicted to coffee, but it's also why, like I mentioned before, I do like to do the thing of not having coffee for periods of time very intentionally. It's being like, yeah, it's fine. Like I can break this addiction and it's not a problem. But I I do like to drink coffee because I'm I'm very convinced that it does give me this little boost in writing sessions not like a huge difference it's not a make or break deal but i do think it it adds like 5 to 7% of a kind of like like sharpness when i'm writing so that's why i do always like to have coffee when um working is is like i think that's really worth it and then that just opens the door to like well once coffee's in your life a little coffee's going to be in your life a lot so those mm. That's that's the uh, that's my sum summation feelings about coffee.
1: I have two coffees a day, mm-hmm. typically. They're espresso based drinks, right? Like I make like latte type things.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's twice a day. Do you have one of those little latte machines? Yeah, I've made you that, coffee that, from that, that, that machine.
1: Do? Oh yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Yeah, of course. So I have uh, one double espresso drink in the morning and then one other at a different time of the day, depending on what my work is like for the day.
0: Are you, are you like, timing it in
1: for afternoon work? Is that what you mean by that, or...? Depends what I've got going on. But yes, okay. it's, like, tactically deployed. It's <laughs> so like, I have, like, a system. So, like, on Monday, I have my second coffee at 5 o'clock. Tuesday is variable. Wednesday is 5 o'clock. Tuesday is usually, like, around 3. Thursday depends on whether we're recording or not. So I had it right. today at, like, half past 4. So I kind of time it to the shows that I'm doing?
0: Oh, I I just realized, yeah, because whenever we're recording, we we do like the little Mm pre-chat for the show. Mm -hmm. And then we always take a break. And I think I've never tuned into the language that you always use of, oh, I'm going to make a coffee.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's the one.
0: Yeah. And I I always say, yeah, yeah, like I'm going to go top up my coffee. And I think I've never really... Understood that, like, oh yes, Mike is going off. Oh, I'm out there. Tactical coffee. I'm
1: grinding the beans. I'm <laughs> foaming the milk. That's, like I'm doing that's the also whole why it
0: takes you so long, yes. because ah, uh, okay, it it's all a makes multiple sense minute now. process. It all makes sense now, because what I'm doing is I'm just going into the kitchen mm-hmm. where there exists hot two or three of coffee for the day and just pouring more into my cup. And and that's uh, I'm always like, why does it take Mike so long? It's like, oh, that's why he's 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 making his second coffee.
1: (laughs) I have, again, people always ask, I have one of these machines in America. They're called Breville machines in the UK. They're called Sage machines. It's Mm -hmm. the same machine, but it's just different branded. Mm -hmm. And I I love it. Like we got it as a wedding present and Mm -hmm. I adore it. It's Mm -hmm. look, it's a big thing. In that it t- it takes cleaning and maintenance and all that sort of stuff, but mm. I really like being able to make coffee in this way at home. Like I was using Aeropress before, and that's mm. perfectly fine. In, and I still use Aeropress whenever we're away or something. Like I might take like, like when we're going away for Christmas, I'll take an mm. Aeropress and some pre-ground beans with me, and can, then I can do this like stuff at family homes and stuff. But I love that coffee, and I I'm pretty happy with the fact that. I, I mean, I've been drinking coffee kind of in this way, like seriously, for nearly ten years. Mm-hmm. I still feel the effects of it, mm-hmm. um, and I can still use it, like I can still deploy it tactically in that mm-hmm. way. And I'm, I'm pretty happy with the fact that I've been able to do that uh, mm-hmm. because most people that I know are burned by it, essentially, right? Like, 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 like you, right? Like, you drink a lot of coffee, so <laughs> you're impact to it is different now I was like right?
0: burn burn by coffee no Mike, coffee is my friend i just you, have yes, to u- i just <laughs> have to use my my tactical deployment is is a nuclear bomb of coffee during mm-hmm. conference season, right? We just we have tactical deployments. Right, They're just right. at different levels, right? Yeah. You've got you've got your little sniper shot of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. It, like for one particular goal. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, oh no. Like, it's like a scorched <laughs> like,
1: earth coffee <laughs> approach.
0: Yeah, that, that's my approach.